coffee. I'm bringing it. Well, I'm you don't. You don't need in. coffee. I'm bringing this. <clears throat> I don't. I never Actually, I'm trying. You don't drink coffee? No, I don't. I've never had. Well, I can't. That's a lie. Um, yeah, that's a habit. I'll, I'll explain that later. No, um, you're, not, you're not one of those big Keurig men. No, good Keurig God, in your no. House? no, I hate that. I, yeah, the Keurig right there. No, not much on that. But I, I remember when I was a kid, my friends and I. You know, this is back in the Thousand Islands. Like they'd spend the night at my house because they could stay up all night, and we would literally be up all night, like especially during the summertime. Because mm-hmm. we loved going fishing like at four o'clock yeah. in the morning, and we would be up all night, and and we're we're just uh, we're like basically the little rascals, the next generation. Yeah, you know we did because we didn't have fishing poles. We actually had spools line that we could mm-hmm. cast with. We had go carts that we made out of shopping carts, ripped the baskets off them, and shoved boards from it. Really was, and um, what we'd do is at my house, we'd spend a night in my house. My mom was cool; she made pizza and stuff mm-hmm. like that. We we'd be up all night. And like the practice, I remember I had like different shoes and sneakers in the kitchen. It was all linoleum and everything. So we would just cast out there and, you know, and reel in our sneakers and just getting ready. And if we got a little tired, I was like, well, hey, man, I'll make us some coffee. Oh, yeah. I saw mom do it. I can, pretty sure I got this. Yeah. <laughs> saw a cartoon. I'm pretty sure I can do this. And so I did. I made the coffee. I was like, oh, kind of bitter. Oh, man, let me sweeten it up. You got to put this cream in it. And then, then like, it's like seven of mm. these sugars. Uh-huh. Dude, they took like, a, oh, you know what, Buck? I think we're going to be well, I'm not wasting it because I don't waste stuff. And back then, you know, I was like, I was like yeah. nine. That's the native way, guys. That's yeah. the Mohawk way. So I drank the coffee. Holy shit. Dude. We were, so we're out there, out, you know, getting ready to do the, uh, some fishing, man. And I was on that dock, man. I was like Daffy Duck on crack. I'm like, oh, this is fun, guys. I like fishing, guys. It's okay, guys. I like fishing, yeah. fishing, fishing. I'm like, my, my, my lure is skimming out of the water. It's pulling a water skier. It was, oh, my God. And I was just all jittery. <laughs> For like, and I could, I didn't want to go home because I didn't want my mom to see me. It's like 9 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I was like, hee, I think I went to try and take a nap under a dock. Just so I'm going to have to deal it. Because I was all jittery and everything. Mm-hmm. Freaking out. I was like. That's the last time I do that. And I've never, never got, and every now and then, you know, I got a buddy of mine who's like, we'll go play golf or something. He's like, hey man, I got you a French mocha chopa cocoa, whatever the hell this thing is. Okay, I'll drink that. You know, you're cool enough to get it for me. Absolutely. But I just don't do coffee. Uh, energy drinks. Yeah. I tried that crap. That didn't do mm-hmm. anything for me. It's like amphetamines for you? Yeah, it just didn't do nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is this supposed to like hype you up or whatever? Like, yeah. I still feel the same way I always do. This is nothing. This is two dollars and eighty nine cents. I will never ever see again. Yeah. That's... Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Just it, uh, it's never you know. So I'm just like I. So I don't get into it. Then later on, like, well, you know what? Eats away your asshole and your kidneys and stuff. So I, okay, all right. Yeah, I'm good with this stuff. So I've been lucky enough to uh, never be one of these people who are. It's Christmas and there's still like a mm-hmm. three foot line in front of Tim Hortons, you know, oh, just everybody yeah. trying to get their stuff. So I've never, but but that but that by that way, I don't mm-hmm. downrig or you shouldn't drink coffee. Come on now, use your spirit, use your spirit energy. No, screw that crap. Do what you gotta do by all means. It's yeah. just just not for me. That's all. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you need some coffee. Hello, like, ladies and that? gentlemen. We are the Aboriginal Outlaws. I'm Wilbur Sunday. Johnny B. I'm Joshua. (laughs) And it's always a pleasure to have Bucky back because you know what? When he shows up, it definitely does turn into his show. And that's perfectly fine. It's fine to kick, turn off the brain for a little bit and just watch this fucker go. And it looks like you clearly have not come back down from that fucking pot of coffee you made when you were a kid. Dude, I know. It's And again, it's so... Because you remember that, and I remember that feeling, it was just an... It was... was, was, I'll tell you this right this. It was weird. 
It was being out of control. It was being out of control. I couldn't control. I couldn't bring down this jitterness or whatever. And I mean, I'm I'm shaking like this. No nine year old should be doing this. Yeah. I don't care mm-hmm. if you. I don't care yeah. if you have Wi Fi or not. You shouldn't be. You know. Oh my God. Does this, this beach have Wi Fi? I can't. I'm and that was out. the one and only time one you could play time, yeah. Eruption. Just. Oh, it was nuts. But I mean, it was. But, but I, I just felt it. Felt like Travis was gonna. My heart was gonna fire on my mm-hmm. chest. And I was like, Screw this crap. And my, and, and and all my life and everything. I was like, You're hyper. And uh, this is nothing. Like now, it's ADD. Yeah, yeah. yeah. ADD and stuff like that. Yeah. People are like, mm-hmm. Buck, are you ADD? I said I can also subtract. <laughs> <laughs> that just happened. And you know, that was so, a joke. <laughs> but you know, now it's like all ADD and let's yeah. give kids kids medication and stuff. And oh, yeah. when I was a kid, it was just he's just hyper and imaginative and energy, yeah. and that's the way it was. Just you open know? your door and run around outside till now, fucking sundown. Yeah. Now, yeah, then granted, they hit you. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, they yelled at you for not being home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, when my daughter was a kid, she's thirty four now. But mm-hmm. when she was a little kid, she'd go out and play. We had rules. One of the rules is, you're out there, you go out there to play, you play. Don't come back here with clean clothes on. Don't come back here. Make sure they're your yeah. own clothes when you get back here. <laughs> but don't come back here with you know clean clothes. Don't come back here without some kind of scrape or scratch or something, because mm-hmm. uh, you're out playing with your friends and enjoying yourself. You know, and that's so that's what it was. Play harder, you fucking lazy kids. Play harder. <laughs> it is so. It's it's pretty freaky to see kids today. It just is. Just outside yeah. playing, just staring at their cell phones. Yeah, well, I yeah. got the or, or they got the switch outside too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, I mean, the switch with you. <laughs> you take kids with you to the beach. Mm-hmm. Does this beach have Wi-Fi? Yeah, yeah, go you know go stand by the tallest mm-hmm. tree you can. I'm sure they have it. So I make my kids. We went to the beach. What Friday? Yeah. You leave your cell phones. They stay in the truck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You, you're going to have fun. That's right. And they did. Stayed out there all day. Had fun. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So your daughter is 34, so she was Bart born Hart. 88. She was born 88, yeah. She was born January 14th, 1988. Oh, Man. so we're the same age. Nice. Yeah, yes, you are. Yeah. Yeah. So that's right, I was just thinking about it. You know, that's that's like the one thing mm-hmm. we haven't really talked about. I've heard a lot of your stories because I've known you for over a decade. Yeah, yeah, And man. Um, I never really even asked you, like, what kind of dad you were or, like, how you... How you took on the whole parenting role because you were, you were probably pretty young, weren't you? Seventeen. Wow. I was seventeen when she was born. Um, now, as far as what kind of a dad I am, or is, is probably different. Were you than still what, in high school? Yes, I was. She actually went to high school with me. She'd she'd be my girlfriend would show up with my daughter at high school, and I'd have her for a little while. Absolutely. Wow. Um, was your girlfriend also in high school? She was, but when 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 she was she pregnant, was in junior no, she, high. Yeah, you know, she was a she was a, she was a teacher. I'm like, I'm gonna pass this course. I am going to pass this course. <laughs> so he was a no, but yeah, so what, what kind class. of dad were you? I heard about it on 2020. It was on all the big news stations. Yeah. Oh, um, what kind of what kind of dad were you? Oh, here's the thing. I can say this right now because it's not it, it's not a question of what kind of dad was I. It's almost what kind of dad am I still? Because here's the thing: when it comes to kids, you never stop being a dad. It just never had. Just recently, you know, mm-hmm. my daughter needs something. Okay, I'll help you out. No problem. We got this. It's easy. Uh, now, what kind of dad I thought I was compared to what people would say? What kind of dad I was are two different perceptions. Mm-hmm. So let's get that out of the way. But let's get to mine. <laughs> there's I, don't, their, I don't care yeah. about the other perception. Yeah, there's their there's there's version. That's the truth. I'll say this. Yeah. Yeah. When my daughter was born, I was in the delivery room. I went into the delivery room right there, and it was mm-hmm. a dim room. And, uh, you know, the, it was all dim and everything. They had my girlfriend. They had, like, lights on her. It looked very, very uh, uh, almost like alien autopsy-ish. 
in yeah. LA. They had yeah. all the silver tools. Mm-hmm. Everything was all <laughs> gleaming here. So they had the lights on her, and they had the light, you know, down in her, you know, vag and everything. And all yeah, we stuff. know how babies work. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, babies don't work. They yeah. just lay there. Yeah, that's all they do. Lay there and yeah. eat shit. Vaginas do a lot of work. Yeah, they do that other thing. Yeah. When there was like a, re- they even had like a rear view mirror. <laughs> so the doctor's like, he's thinking constantly, you know, objects are mirrored closer than they appear, whatever it was, right? <laughs> so he even had that thing there. It was like, convex and stuff was amazing. Yeah. And uh, so I'm there and I'm looking and I'm, I'm holding on to my girlfriend's hand. She's squeezing and screaming mm-hmm. and yelling and everything. This is before we got in the room. This is before yeah. we even got into the yeah. room, you know. But we get in there and. And she's screaming, and I'm hanging onto her hand, and she's just crushing my hand. I mean, it's going red, white, and blue and everything. And I'm just looking, and I see the baby, what they call crowning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 17 years old. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> it's like, of course, you're trying to be mm-hmm. as as supportive and everything. Like, up front, like, honey, it's okay. Okay, breathe, honey, breathe. Ice chips, honey, mm-hmm. ice chips, right? You know, this stuff. But when you're seeing this coming out of the rear, I'm looking at the rearview mirror and watching her come out, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" You're thinking Alien. Yeah. You're thinking Star. You're just thinking of all these weird creature movies and stuff like that. Oh, remember that time <laughs> the girl was raped by the monster? Now she has to give birth to the monster. And, uh, so, but then she comes out and I'm like, "Oh my god!" And it was it was amazing. And she was like a uh, I don't know if it was the lighting, mm-hmm. but she's almost like a, a grayish greenish color mm-hmm. at the top of her head coming out and everything. I'm like, "Oh my god!" Then her shoulders clear. Once the shoulders clear. <laughs> She yeah. just kind of, you know, she pops out. So she comes out, right? I'm like, oh my God. And the, the nurse has her and they're wrapping her all up and everything. And then the doc is pushing on my girlfriend's stomach and she's just, you know, she's just flying out of her, the, the whole afterbirth and all that stuff. And it just keeps coming out. And I felt her, I'm hanging out of her hand. And then right away she gets cold. She instantly gets cold because there's a lot of body heat that's mm-hmm. released after this. And I'm just like, oh my God. You know, and I'm still, I'm going through it. I'm, I'm there. I'm, I'm in the moment. I'm being as supportive as I can. But there's a part of me that's just stepping out, you know, stepping back. That's like, wow, man, this is really going down, dude. This is, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of step, step back a little bit. And so there's my daughter. Now, there was a time that we thought for a little while that my daughter wasn't mine. Keep in mind, we're kids. Mm-hmm. And I remember people used to call our house. People would call our house during my girlfriend's pregnancy and say, look, I know you don't know me, but your girlfriend was with my son just before you guys got back together as a possibility. And, and I was like, it was devastating. It was crushing. And, you know, and I was only like 16, mm-hmm. 17 at that time. Mm-hmm. So just freaking out with all this stuff you had to deal with. But Sarah comes out. That's her name, Sarah. She comes out and she's like, as white as your shirt. She's got red hair and blue eyes. Okay. And I'm like. This is probably the lighting. <laughs> it's probably just the lighting in the room here a little bit. They still got to clean her up. Oh, it, was, it was, what, 34 years ago? Yeah, they yeah. Have yeah. these fancy LED lights. Yeah, got exactly. Today. I'm thinking, well, maybe it's come. It's candle way back then. Yeah, I was like thinking maybe come to the birthing canal. There's like a, a powder room or something yeah. that she has to come out of. You know, just, just covered in powder. Yeah. You can go wipe that off and dark. let's darken this up a little bit, right? <laughs> so, and so they get her and she's, and I was like, okay, all right. And I'm like, okay, all right, mm-hmm. great. So now, uh, so we're going through this right here. So they take Sarah, they take her, they put her on a uh, on a warming bed. They mm-hmm. clean her up and everything. Mm-hmm. Actually, put her on a warming bed. It's yeah. like a little thing. That it's warm and everything. Hence, warming bed. Warming so bed's warm. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I'm there with my girlfriend, right? And they're gonna wheel her out now, and they're gonna put her where she needs to be for mm-hmm. recover- recovering. So now I go out with my family, and I'm out there with, our, with both of our families. Oh, it's, you know, it's a girl and all this stuff. Oh, okay, great. 
So then they uh, they bring him into once they get it all wrapped up and everything. She's good with the mom and all that stuff. And after a little while, they bring him into that um, uh, the nursery, and people can you know mm-hmm. people who just have yeah. babies that day or whatever. So <clears throat> they bring her. She's like right in front of me. I'm looking at her, and she's just you know she's all bundled up and everything, beautiful little baby. And uh, my brother, now my little brother, he comes <laughs> in. He was uh, he's like nine, I think, at the time, eight or nine. And uh, <laughs> I go, uh, hey, man. Now, there's like probably, I'd say there's probably at least seven or eight babies in there, right? And I go, he's like, which one's yours? I go, well, <laughs> well go ahead, pick her out. He's like, okay, okay, okay. And he's looking. There's a Filipino couple. Yeah. And I had a Filipino baby. He's like full of hair. He goes, there it is right there. That's yours, man. That is yours. I'm like, no, no, not that one. Oh, that, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking man <laughs> okay this one over here with the black hair the black hair but like the the slight asian eyes type of the, 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 that's that's yours right there. oh that's yours that's yours like, nope keep trying <laughs> he's like you want to buy a vowel <laughs> use a free spin what do you want here kid and so dude it was the last one <laughs> there's only one left and he and i mean it was just sarah and he's like did they bring yours in yet i'm like yeah she's <laughs> Are you fucking with me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, you had a baby today, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think I'm in the wrong hospital. And uh, I said, no, that's her, that's her. So now, so there was just that. It wasn't an animosity or anything like that, but there was just a sense of wonder because there was just stuff that was there, but didn't care. You know, it's my daughter and everything. That's the way it is. Well, now this is interesting. I almost got married. I almost got married like that, like the next to to her. Mm-hmm. I had a ring and everything, but uh, my my parents uh, were like, "You don't want to do this right now." I'm telling you, you do not want to do this right now. Like, yeah, that's my good daughter. parents. Yeah, yeah, very good mm-hmm. parents. So that was that, and then when my daughter was like six months old, my mom took a picture of my daughter in the playpen, mm-hmm. and my mom had these pictures, what she called the playpen pictures. Anyway, so <laughs> that does not sound right. You know? All right, let's so talk anyways, about your mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tonight's episode is going to be mommy memoir. issues. Yeah. <laughs> Memoirs of mom. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, so she has these pictures, and she's like, "Oh my god!" And she takes a picture. She shows, "Does this look familiar?" Looks, does this look familiar? I'm like, "Yeah, it's Sarah." She goes, "No, I'll be right back." She goes and she gets a photo album. She gets a picture of me at six months old. Oh yeah, and I'm looking right at the same. I mean, it's it's right down the line. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt and everything like that. No doubt at all. And then of course you have to wait six months for the blood test anyway. <clears throat> oh you have really? To wait. They don't they don't do the blood test right away. Six no. months at that time. They let you get attached first, so it's extra crushing. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. They, yeah. they give it to you right away. You this might is, throw a baby out the fucking say, window. Yeah. This little baby you've been bonding with this yeah. whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Not yours. Yeah. And your girlfriend's a whore. Yeah. So, yeah. hey. Yeah. Good news, Josh. Good news. We found the owner of that puppy. We found the owner of the puppy. Turns out they're just passed out and drunk. But they're going to be here to pick up the puppy. But now that you like it, you're not going to kill it. <laughs> so, so of course, and of course, we had the blood test too. Because you just do. You know, it's what we did back then. Especially if you're a young parent. Mm-hmm. It was like 99.99999, bunch of nines in there that she is. Okay, cool. So, yep, awesome. 
So from that point on, well, even even before that, because I was and that's when you really fell in love with her. Oh, I yeah, I loved I loved Ray from yeah, the day the six one. Six months of prior were just fake love. Well, I always said this. <laughs> we're I just like, in case I gotta say yeah, goodbye. Yeah, 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 just in case. I didn't even give her a name. I'm like, I'm not gonna name this child. I don't give her a name. Just hey you. It's not time just, to eat. Not just yet. Huh? Yeah, it's time to eat. Hey you. Get over here. <laughs> What's your kid's name? Baby. Get the yeah, baby. Baby. Miss Shitty Pants. Yeah, yeah. Where's Where's the, Where's Baby next to Kitty? Maybe right, sitting on the couch next to Kitty. <laughs> so, anyways, um, yeah. So I and I used to say, man, I'm gonna spend my next rest of my life making up for the first six months of hers, but I was always there and everything like that, and. Absolutely, it was it was fantastic being. I will say this: it was it, it is a struggle. It is it is a struggle, but my you know I'm very very thankful for my family. They're extremely supportive, mm-hmm. even as even when because I was still in school. Yeah, yeah. I was still in school for a couple of years, so I didn't graduate high school till I was twenty. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well you know, thanks for not laughing fucking, at that. Yeah. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Yeah. God, you fucking well, he, 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 Yeah, he, he's going to pull out at oh, 17. No, 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 no. He's yeah, no, no, kind of guys, 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 listen. I went, to the, I went to school off the res, okay? I went to school. So, yeah. So, what, I, you had to go to grade 15? I was saying. They held him back here because he's the only Indian to bring a baby in the, in the class with him. Exactly. That was more of a project. They that wanted a project. to keep the ratio. Yeah, like, they don't want to lose that funding. <laughs> Why does this native get special treatment? Yeah, exactly. Did they have to pull you in a room every week and be like, Bucky, this week? You're oh, black, okay? No, no, so they're, they're actually very cool. They're very cool because <laughs> yeah. he's the sole reason there's baby yeah, changing stations in the bathroom. Guys, guys, they're very supportive of people because yeah. in fifth grade, the school actually got me my own razors. That was awesome, you know. Just shaving go, in fifth grade, you, you know. <laughs> Teachers are coming to me to buy beer for him, you know. It's great. <laughs> So, anyways, yeah, man. So I did. I failed first grade and I failed fifth grade. First grade is because it was my, no kidding, it was my first time in a non native school. Um, and they do things a lot different. Now, check this out. Here's just a little uh, history of what was going on. Because he couldn't time. spell his name still. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, check this out. You're going to love this. This is, this is really how this crap went down, man. We moved away from here for like 1975, like 75, I think, as we moved away for maybe summer of 75 or so. Anyways, and then I started school in Clayton. Mm-hmm. Now, so I was like five or six years old there, and then my first day of school, I remember just sitting in the back, back there. By the way, I'm going to get back to the parenting thing here in a minute. But I remember sitting back there. Well, you had to back then. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, Where was your bus seat? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, just me and Rosa Parks. So, like, are you drinking from the water fountain? I'm not drinking from that water fountain. Did you have your own... Uh, no, actually, she got the Did bus. you have your own bathroom? Oh, my God. No, no. Well, I was. It was, just, it was in the closet next to the, you know, oh, next to the janitor's yeah. room. It was great. This is a bucket. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Clean your own bucket. So, anyway, so check it out, man. So, my first day there, and I remember just being horrified because kids were just looking and staring at mm-hmm. me. Didn't, that was the darkest thing next to the hockey puck, you know? And... um one kid actually brought the Jungle Book over to me. <laughs> Good God. I'm not kidding. Bro, he's like, just, I'm like, yeah, that's some of my younger work. It's something I did last year. Yeah. Say wrong kind of Indian? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's all they saw. They just saw this. They didn't know. Yeah. So now, the teacher goes like this. She goes, she comes in, and she's like, class, we have a new student this year. And he's a little Indian. Oh, nice. Nice, dude. And I got excited because I'm like, oh, there's another one. And I'm looking around. <laughs> not realizing she's talking about me. I'm looking around. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and his name is Bucky. And he's going to tell us about himself. And I'm just like, oh. And so she's like, come on up here. Come up front and mm-hmm. talk about yourself. Dude, little kids, man. Oh, God. I'm like walking very slowly. And all the kids are just staring at me. Just staring as I walk by. <laughs> 
So I get up in front of the class, and you know, of course, you're doing this stuff with their fingers, and you know, just kind of looking mm-hmm. around. And it's easier if they feed you questions, but the teacher was like, "So tell us about yourself." <laughs> You got any other segues we could, yeah. <laughs> you know? So I was like, and when you, and so as a little kid, what you do is you'll take a deep breath, and then you'll just kind of like throw everything out in one shot. So I was just like, my name is Bucky Cook. I'm a Mohawk Indian, and, and I come over here. My grandfather works on the river. My dad rebuilds buildings. My mom works over at this trailer over here. My sister wants to be a nurse. You know, you just lay it all out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, my my teacher was like, oh okay, and she goes, where are you from? And as Akazasi, you know, a little kid, Akazasi, she's like, oh, does that mean it? What does that mean? And I, and I actually said the land where the Partridge family drummer is from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I had, man. That was big on the radio. And, and, ho- and how old were you? Uh, it's, it's like last week, dude. No, I was like, <laughs> I was like six. I was like five or six. And uh, for those of you listening who don't, Aquazusni means the land where the partridge drums. Yeah. But when I was a six-year-old kid, man, the land where the partridge family drummer is from. I realized we had never, ever, ever explained that. Thank you, Bucky. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. We're only a fucking hundred episodes in. Yeah. We never told our listeners what our fucking land means. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that's wow. what that means. Yeah. Well, I hope they would Google it. Yeah. <laughs> I think we gotta give uh, <laughs> too much information. Yeah. I think we gotta give a dollar back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hi, my name begins with J. Yeah. I'll let you guess. <laughs> Yeah. So um, I'm from Manhattan. Yeah. Oh, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. See, I, I had a, I had a joke about that Jungle Book uh, line, but I had a mouthful of food at the time. So wow, that time is bad. Yeah. That's, that's our prof- line, professionalism yeah. in action. And then he yeah. says, <laughs> <laughs> "So that was that was like my first experience." Now mm-hmm. here's the thing. So what happened was. Everything was so cool for about three days. Everything was all right. Kids were just asking me questions, mm-hmm. and for the most part, you know, like a couple of kids sat next to me at lunch and they didn't think anything of it. Next thing I know, that wasn't happening anymore. Now, where I lived in Clayton, I was a walker. <laughs> they didn't want to let me on the bus. No, but it was like because I, I, I lived, I lived in the village, so mm-hmm. we just walked. You know, all the kids who lived outside of town are the ones that rode the buses. Mm-hmm. I used to envy those kids. Yeah. yeah. They, uh, that would be so cool to yeah, walk to school or take a bike. Yeah. Well, I've got a bike story too for you. So, anyways, um, so I would walk home and I was I lived about three blocks away from school. Don't worry, there's a seat. It has a seat. Yeah. So I would walk no, home. This is, this is funny. I you... <laughs> just threw it out there. Yeah. Are yeah, you literally gonna tell us about the time you learned how to ride a bike? No, no, man, no. I was no, gonna no. say you don't a have bike to... story, dude. He doesn't have to tell us everything. <laughs> oh, God, there are some scrapes I'll keep to myself. I still <laughs> wait till we get to the rollerblade. Let yeah. me share with you the first time I learned how to use the. By the way, I, I still have the original <laughs> like training wheels. <laughs> I still have the original training wheels. I keep things. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, anyways, um, you were a so I would walk home and on every block the the kids that lived on that block would be waiting for me hmm. and so i'd be i'm walking home just staring did they beat you up yes they did yes they did with a mouthful of cheetos you're gonna laugh and choke at that you big dick so anyways they you did that, I'm a big dick. they would they would they would they would beat my ass and the thing was now here's the thing it wasn't kids my age Oh. These are like nine, hey. ten year olds, and that's a lot of years when you're yeah. a kid. And I never understood it. And like every block, I'd get my, I've had my bike thrown in the river, I've had my rip, my clothes ripped off me, I've been kicked in the ribs, all this stuff. And I would come home crying and everything. And my, it was just like, 
And I didn't understand why this was happening. And I'll tell you why this happened. Because white people are racist. Yeah, thank God it's just them. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> kind of, white people. Kind of nails it down. Oh, you white fucking crackers. Now, yeah. before you say white people are racist, keep in mind, I'm half Mohawk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... This this half is racist. Yeah, so yeah. is he. So is he. So is he. Together we make one whole law. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> and the other half yeah. makes a whole black guy. Hundred percent fucked up right here. <laughs> so so what happened was back in 1975, what was going down with the history with American Indians? Oh yeah, there's a whole BIA movement was the, happening. Yeah, there was that. Yeah, uh, the, wounded um, knee and Alcatraz and. But the biggest thing was the two uh, FBI agents that were shot over at Oglala Sioux Nation. Okay, they only got two of them. So that's Too right, bad. they only got two of them. But the thing mm-hmm. is, that was still so pretty, many more to get. Yeah, that was still pretty fresh stuff. And so when these kids came home after the first second day of school, whatever, and hey, Billy, how was your first day of school? <laughs> Good. We we got a new student. A new student? Oh yeah, what you like? He's a little Indian. <laughs> what do you mean, little Indian? He has dark mm-hmm. skin and he has long hair. Really and feathers. Yeah, and he's like. Well, let me show you what the Indians are all about. And, man, he could click on the TV at any time. And there were stories about how these guys are shot by the Indians and all this stuff. So there was, that was already there. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, it was, that was something that was already on the grow. And so now, here I am, a representative of what's being said about on TV, right. about Indian nations and, and Native peoples and murdering and all that stuff mm-hmm. and everything. So, wow, we got to take care of this. We got to snuff this out. And it was the older. It was like <clears throat> these kids in my class was like their brothers. That were whooping on my mm-hmm. ass and bad. It wasn't like a regular stupid Indian. It oh, wasn't yeah. this stuff. It was out of a. It was a hatred. Yeah. yeah, and you could feel it. It was. I mean, they called me everything but Indian. They called me everything but Indian. I mean, it was like get the fuck off our territory, you you nigger, and all this stuff, mm-hmm. everything. Um, disclaimer for anybody that's offended because I said territory. Um, <laughs> so you know, it was. It, it, that's what it was. Just flat yeah. out. Now here's the thing. Here's the thing. My older sister, she's not native at, at mm-hmm. all. My older sister, Joanna. Now, when <clears throat> we lived here, Joanna, she was 110% white. She was the one in school, oh, yeah. been ridiculed and, mm-hmm. and picked on. And my mom said to her, she's like, you know what? You're going to have to. It's your turn. Yeah, no, she actually said to her, she goes, <laughs> <laughs> so, any- <laughs> so she goes, uh, she goes, you know what? You're going to have to get tough. Or you're gonna come home crying every day. This is where we live. Oh man, my sister opted to get tough, dude. She would. Yeah. She was whooping up on people's asses yeah. on the bus all the time. Everybody loved Joanna. Prison rules. Uh, basically, you're mm-hmm. not. You're not lying. And she did. She whooped some serious ass. Yeah. I mean, she's like seven years old. She had cigarettes rolled up in her t-shirt like Schneider from one day at a time. That was the eighties. Yeah. yeah. Go- Google Google that. This is actually really Google that for anybody that doesn't know. And um, so now here I now the roles reversed. Yeah. And so, and Joanne was still, she was still a badass. And she's like, should go get a yearbook. Who did it? Uh, well, this kid kicked me. This kid spit on me. This kid punched me. And this kid called me this, these words. Mm-hmm. And she'd leave. Two hours later, police car comes in. <laughs> There's my sister sitting in the back of the police car. Like a, well, like a scratch. <laughs> Bring her to the door. My mom's like, what the, what the hell is going on? Well, Bobby, uh, Officer Jim Nero is from Clayton. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, Bobby, uh, Joanna went up and beat up these boys. And you know, we got the call. And we're, so we're bringing mm-hmm. her home. And, and my mom is like, you know, God damn it, Jim. Every day, Bucky comes home crying and beat up and everything. Every damn day, he comes home. And Joanna's just protecting us. And he's like, Bobby, I get you. I get you. 
I'm not against what Joanna did. Just have her do it after five o'clock when my shift is over. <laughs> <laughs> this is the type of town it was. That's yeah. the type of town. Back it when was. cops actually kind of were they, part they, of the community. Yeah, they're just that's what it was. You yeah. Know? And so like, I was, my mom's like, "Okay, Jimmy, I'll see you Friday night for bowling." You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so. My sister was like, you know, taking care of the stuff, but then she would come home and get me and start smacking me around a little bit because I didn't know how to fight, and that's what it was. Mm-hmm. And now, on t- and that went on for a little while. That went on for a couple years, you know. But eventually, you know, like the the the, the people that did those things to me when I was a kid, I know them all now. We're all great friends. Of course, they're all like five five. Yeah. You know, and but but we're still. These are all. I swear to God, my sister. Picked them out in a yearbook. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's what it was. It was like it wasn't a yearbook. Mm-hmm. It was like a mugshot. Yeah, like, you know. But that's what it was. Like the majority of my of my sister's friends are probably people she's whooped their ass on. She's a beat, mm-hmm. beat their ass on it. And so <clears throat> that's what it was growing up like with that. But then things got a little better, what have you. And there was always every now and then he'd run into it. Like I remember there was this guy uh, Potter. He actually had a pool where the kids could go in and play. And one day he saw me in there and hey you. And just start playing you with the dark hair. What was a couple of with dark hair? Keep playing you with the dark hair, the cut off shorts. Well, we all had that, you know. You with the dark skin, dark hair, and cut off shorts. Well, that narrows it down, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, Yeah, man, what's going on? He goes, I don't want you in my pool. I go, Well, well why? He goes, I don't want you, whatever you are, in my pool. I says, I'm a, I'm a little boy. Like, no, no, whatever your thing is, whatever you are. I said, Oh, I said, well, I'm Mohawk. Yeah, I don't want that in my pool. I said, well, I'm only half Mohawk. Can I go in up to my waist? <laughs> and he didn't think that was great at all. So he yells at me, get the hell out of my yard. So I leave, and my mom's like, what are you doing back here? I thought, you're, ah, I got kicked out of that guy's pool. He didn't want it. Oh, really? Okay. My grandfather gets wind of this. My grandfather was a, was a highly respected member yeah. of Clayton. I mean, you go there now. Talk about Captain Lawrence Balcom. Oh, God. So next thing you know, he kind of had to make it known. Hey, man. To the town, this is my grandson. Are we cool? Mm-hmm. Are we cool with this? This is my grandson. Okay, Lawrence. Okay. Uh, one time, again, getting back to this, uh, I was in uh, I was in a store, Kennedy's store. It was on the corner right there, and I was looking at some toys and stuff, and and I heard somebody on the other side of the of the of the line talking about my mom on the, in the other aisle over. So I said, like, oh, I must be a friend of my mom's. And just before I come around the corner, I heard this person say, I can't believe that, that, you know, she laid down with a dirty, filthy Indian. Holy. Had them, had them dirty, filthy Indian babies. So here's the thing. I looked around the corner and I looked. It was the fucking school nurse. Nice. And from that point on, I never went to the nurse's office. I don't care how bad I got beat up on the playground or wherever mm-hmm. it was. I'd never, they would, they would, I'd actually carry a thing of Band-Aids with me in my little book bag. So if I if I did get scraped up and the teacher's like, hey, go to the nurse, she'll patch up. Okay, I'd go to my I go to my room, get the book bag, open up, put I put the uh, bandaid on myself. To a nurse, yep, I go, I'm good. Okay, never went back there, never went back there, man. But again, that's that's you know, I I didn't let that. I guess you could say, I don't, uh, like uh, damage me or diminish me or mm. put hatred toward people. I just kind of left it at, <clears throat> hey, man, it's going to have to be their problem because I'm cool. I think I am. 
Yeah. Just what kind of cunt? Yeah. <laughs> well, think about these people. What kind of cunt do you have to be to treat a child that way? I, I don't get that. Like, well, no. What's to treat a child? It was this child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This child. <laughs> the untamed child. The untamed child. They tried to tame him, but they failed. Yeah, I, got, failed I gotta miserably. say, I that actually, sounds already... exactly like Josh's story. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. Except. Was your mom a nurse? Was your mom a school yeah. nurse? Is that it what was the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Is that they all thought he was white and yeah. they loved him. Until like he was eighteen, they're like, "You're a fucking Indian. Get out of here, you son of a bitch." Yeah, yeah. Way to way to way to dress like us and infiltrate our people, right? I just rode the snide bus looking like this. (laughs) Did you get? Did you get? You have to fight a lot too. A couple times. A couple times. Yeah. All you gotta do is. Bus driver ever like you? No. 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 Go to the other bus. No. 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 All you gotta do is psycho out once or twice. Does it upset you that he turned out so dark? Why would it upset me? Because you guys are basically like you that I turned out so dark. Dude. Not at all. Okay, all right. Thank Not you, Paul. Let's have a dark off right now. Oh, we're fucking gorgeous. Oh, great. Yeah, one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> That did look like the Yingling yeah, symbol. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was so cool. <laughs> Why didn't we do this? Now we got to have a fucking camera on the ceiling. No, that's good. That's going to be, we're going to do that for our picture today. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. If we're all like, we're all like, all of our pinkies and thumbs are intertwined with each other. So there is no, there we go. Have yeah, that camera. Peace, man. Yeah. <laughs> there it is, Luther's dream. That's the closest we ever got to an orgy. I'm yeah. glad. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, it is the sand that I use. All right, um, next, next heartbreaking story. Yeah, so anyway, so let's get back to my... I'm sure you'll be fine after the... <laughs> I will say this, Tony. I'm uh, sorry I chuckled earlier. The, oh, dude, rock the casbah. You're totally cool. Okay. Totally cool, dude. I got no... We're no just going to go to Clayton now. I, this I, I, yeah, I experienced yeah. yeah. bullying too, so... Yeah. yeah. It's more of like a kinship thing. Not yeah, really I mean, like... Yeah. Not really like a... Ah, oh, you went on crying! Yeah. Oh. <laughs> We're just going to go to old folks home there in Clayton and just start using pillows on people. Just start, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was this your grandson? <laughs> going in squat. I've had a COVID test. <laughs> so anyways, um, yeah, so back to the thing about being a, a young parent. It's. It was like I said. I, was, I had a lot of support from my family. My uh, younger sister. She would actually mm-hmm. walk my daughter at night when my daughter be was crying, and I could get up in the morning for school. And so did she, you know. So I had a lot of support that way. I remember one time we had, uh, and, and that was kind of like a thing that was kind of happening. This whole teenage pregnancy thing. Uh, every other ABC after school special was on teenage pregnancy or teenage alcohol, you know. And um, here I am now in that category for being a teenage parent. They had, um, well, they had uh, Jefferson County, uh, where's Clayton, Clayton now, and this is now it's Bay now, mm-hmm. but that's all in Jefferson County. They had this group of teenage parents that would, they were their own little group, but they'd go to different schools to talk about teenage parenting. And then they had sex with yeah. each other. With yeah, the big teenage. It was great. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. One guy didn't even have kids. He's like, I got to get kids. So just, <laughs> you know these women put out. <laughs> so anyways, so I remember they came to our school, and we had, you know, into our classroom, and it was, uh, and um, <laughs> the teacher's like, so the teacher, the, 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 you know, the, yeah, the program, like, director of this group, and then they start talking, and the teacher goes, oh, by the way, before you go any further, one of our students right here is a teenage parent. <laughs> I'm like, Andy's a little Indian. Yeah, <laughs> At least below the waist, yes. So, anyways, I'm like, well, thanks, asshole. Thanks for pointing that out. 
And um, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was only there was only one guy in this group. There's like five girls and one guy in this group. And they just started talking a little bit. And then the guy's like, he was mentioning what it's like to see his child. He likes, you know, when he gets out of school, then has to go to where he goes. Mm-hmm. Crazy. He goes, well, this guy can probably relate. And I said, absolutely, 110%. You know, because I was in school. And then when I was in school, I, like during sometimes I was always working. And I never I never had like a part-time. It was all, all 40 hours mm-hmm. plus. Did you still talk like this back then? <clears throat> dude, just like this. Yeah, just like this dude. So Which you kind of I, I'm yeah. just picturing like a 19 year old buck. You're like, dude, 110. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, 19, the octave slightly higher. Yeah, 19 years old, still in tough grade. You still in tough grade. 19 years mullet, old. Mullet, jean jacket. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's great. Still all that great. coffee from great. fucking yeah. eight years old. Yeah, 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 yeah. From 78. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking the short shorts just, and the armbands. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. The corduroy shorts. Yeah, yeah. The, corduroy the starter jacket with fucking hornets on the back. Yeah, it was the early. I bet. I bet Buck wore jams. Yeah. <laughs> 80s, man. That was the 80s. Did you wear ass and wash jeans? What? Fuck yeah, you did, didn't you? <laughs> we wanted to be Swayze <laughs> so bad. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, dude. I look like, like a stunt double from the Breakfast Club. <laughs> that was amazing. And not even the cool guy. From Molly Ringwald. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's right. yeah. Anthony Michael Hall. Fuck, this is how you hold the sushi. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get this cut? So, anyways, uh, but he said to me, and and I started just talking. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to, but he asked me a question, and so I started talking. And next thing I know, you know, forty five minutes later, I'm still talking. And then they asked me afterwards, after the presentation or what have you, they want to know if I could join their group. They're like, we really want you to come with us and to do this. You know, you you have a different view on it, type of thing. Not so much a better view, it's just a different view. And I said, Dude, I'd absolutely love to, but I'm still here. I got to do all this stuff. So that's what, that's what that was. But I, I will say this, man. It's so cool. I don't, I don't condone teenage pregnancy. I don't condone, condone teenage um, I mean, it sounds parents. great. I think it's a good idea. I'd like to encourage I, yeah, all yeah. of our young listeners to uh, have some kids. <laughs> I turned out fine. Yeah, yeah. It's someone who will love you no matter what. Is the camera not working on that side? <laughs> huh? Is the camera not? He's like, I turned out fine. Is the camera not working on that side? <laughs> it's all black. <laughs> Fade to black. So, anyways, uh, you know. But as I, I will say this, as a young parent, you know, I can run all over the place with my daughter, do all kinds of cool things. And even to this day, I mean, like we go to concerts mm-hmm. together and stuff like that. And my grandson, yes, I have a fourteen-year-old grandson who's very kick-ass. Mason, love you, man. Three more years to be a parent, too. Damn right. Hey, man. Hey, right. <laughs> Don't touch me. Don't touch me. <laughs> so anyways. <laughs> That'd be crazy being a great-grandfather. Dude, I remember one time my grandmother uh, asked me. She's like, so, Buck, when am I going to be a great-grandmother? Probably when you do something great. <laughs> Yelling at me for wearing my house and my shoes inside the house. You're a good grandmother. <laughs> Not just quite great. <laughs> So anyways, <laughs> and then the day it happened, she's like, what were you thinking? I'm like, I was thinking about you when I was with my girlfriend making this baby. Kept me from coming faster. <laughs> Trying to last longer, <laughs> Grandma. I didn't know 12 minutes was possible. <laughs> I'm a good boy. I'm a good boy. I'm a good boy. So anyways, um... But but amazing, and this is the cool stuff that you you know no matter what age it is, you're always gonna see the cool thing about about kids is like just the way they see things. Absolutely beautiful. One of the best stories about my daughter very quickly here. 
she was about three years old, two or three. I actually, I just got done with high school. She was like three. <laughs> and uh, God, you're fucking. <laughs> we were at graduation. I'm gonna take it at twenty. It's like this, like the old song. A is for apple. J is for apple. He was the only high school graduate yeah. that could drink at his party. By the way, by the way, <laughs> I will was eighteen. Yeah, by then. Exactly. What's I will say this. I will say this. First and fifth grade, I failed. I failed. I wasn't held back. Oh, they held me back because I can't get bar soap together. I failed. It's called failure, kids. You're not being held back. You failed. Because you suck. You failed. You're no good. Maybe your parents failed, but guess what? Now you failed. You're stupid. Understand that. You failed. You're not held back. That's a special word they use for special people. You failed. So anyways, my daughter was and like, now you know. Yeah. yeah, the rainbow, the more you know. Yeah, there you go. So anyways, um, my daughter's about three. And you know, I don't know if they had it here, but like in uh, Alex Bay, they would have the circus would come to the gym. Okay, they'd have it at night. Hey, yeah. by the way, this Friday or Saturday, there'd be a circus coming to the gym. So I, I get out of work and I go to uh, I go home. And my daughter, she lived, lived with us at the time. And... And I was like, hey, Sarah, Sarah. And she comes running out from, you know, playing whatever. Hi, Dad. I'm like, hey, hon. I said, hey, after dinner tonight, do you want to go to the circus? And her eyes light up. Go to the circus? I go, yeah. After dinner, Dad? Yeah. Can I wear my circus pants? I'm like, sure. (laughs) By all means, wear those circus pants, right? I don't know. what I'm thinking jammies or elephants or something Mm -hmm. at them. So dinner time rolls around. And she looks over at my uh, my stepdad, and she's like, and she's you know she's got a little high chair, and she's like, Poppy, Poppy, and of course my stepdad's like, Yes, Sarah, I'm going to the circus tonight, and I'm wearing my circus pants, and she's like, Yes, Sarah. Of course, she's told everybody this fifty times already. He looks at my mom, same mm-hmm. thing, Nini, I'm going to the circus tonight, and I'm wearing my circus pants. Like, well, that's nice, Sarah. So she gets on with dinner. You know how kids are when they know something good's coming their way. So like she's she's in her high chair. Her bowl is empty. She has it right in the center. She has her cup right here. Her spoon and fork, a little plastic spoon and fork, are, are perfectly symmetrical on the on the high chair. And she's like, Daddy. I'm like, yeah, hon. Is dinner over? I said, yeah. Can we go to the circus? I'm like, yeah, Sarah. Can I wear my circus pants? <laughs> yeah, Sarah. So I let her out of, the hair, out of the high chair. She runs to the living room and up the stairs. My parents are like, what are these circus pants? I was like, I, I thought you guys do. I'm thinking... <laughs> I think it's probably just jammies, but like only animals or something. Oh, okay. She comes running down the stairs, well, climbing down the stairs, runs to the living room, bounces into the dining room, and she goes, I'm ready to go to the circus. I'm my circus pants. See, it says circus pants. I look down, and she's got these little sweatpants on that say Syracuse University. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That is fucking adorable. And that that, <clears throat> little, that little story, that little, that little incident has saved that kid more ass whoopings than I can count, because she would do something later on. Like, God, she's like, Dad, circus pants. I'm a circus pants girl. Remember me, Dad? Circus pants. Let me go beat up this car. You know? So very cool. And it's just the way yeah. kids see things. Remember my niece when she was like around that same age, we had our, our aunt had passed away and they do the 10 day yeah. you know, gig. Um and so we're like my my one of my aunts, another family member, my little niece were there, we're in this one room, everybody else is doing prayers and stuff, and there's flies buzzing around, you know, buzzing around the window. And my aunt says, look at those jeeks over there. Look at those jeeks. Jeeks is uh, mohawk for fly. 
Look at those jeeks over there. Yes, listeners not from here. There you go. Yeah, jeeks listeners not from fly. here. Dude, you are fucking up today. I know. There were flies. At- Thank God we brought someone here Jeez. to do the job. Right. So there were flies. So there were flies. Next week, join in. This would be great. I would love this if we're talking. Next week, we're going to There's a little pause, and you just hear his voice. Uh, there were some jeeks on the window. Jeeks is Mohawk for fly. There were flies <laughs> on the body. Flies. flies on the, the body. body. Yeah. Wasn't you don't want to see a dead flies. body. Yeah, not, not those Indians. <laughs> We're not those Indians, man. So anyways, they had, um. so my my aunt looks at my niece. Hey, can you go get the fly swatter? And she's like, okay. So she, you know, she goes to get it. She's like three, three or four or whatever. She's back and she has this little cup and she's walking very slowly into the room. Little cup and has like some water. And she puts it down on the windowsill. Backs away slowly and hops, you know, back on the couch or whatever. And my aunt and I look at each other, go, "What the? What is that?" She goes, "That's what you asked me for. Bring the flies water." (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I get it. Want me to explain it to you? No. Explain it to him. Yeah. You better. Yeah. <laughs> explain it to him. Yeah. That's very first the earth cooled, then the dinosaurs came. That's, that's very cute. <laughs> that's that white part. It's not good. So, so yeah, man. So it's just, Is it's he just, just like taking your energy because <laughs> you haven't fucking said much yeah. today. I'm just listening, man. Yeah. I see. So there's only so, room for one crazy guy uh, here. Okay. <laughs> But so that right there, you know, it's just cool to see that type of thing. And clearly, and he has to view. kill you so we can oh, have yeah, a show. That can be only one. There's my sword. Uh, but you know, that's what. And growing up as a parent, I mean, the only thing that stays the same is changes. I mean, when they're young, when they're like babies, infants, and you know, under ten or whatever, there's a whole set of problems and 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 rewards also. But then when they're teenagers, oh, yeah. it's all different. When they're uh, out of their, you know, out of their adolescence and in their twenties, it's all different. I mean, you, you just never stop. It's just another yeah. series of pain. Mm-hmm. Then after a while, it's just two adults having some of the same problems. The only thing is, I've already been through it, and now I just have to kind of guide you through it. That's mm-hmm. all. But it's it's wonderful. I think I've been. Uh, and he still hasn't made those changes. No, no. I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> but I say this, man. It's like, you know, kudos mm-hmm. kudos to her mom because she mostly grew up with her mom, especially because in 1990, after I graduated, finally. Yeah. <laughs> You were 20? 20? I hate you. Graduated? Went back to work? I hate you. (laughs) Hate you. Yeah, so I graduated in 1990. (laughs) Do I have to say without honors? I think that goes without saying. Anyway, he was in the 88 Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sad part is it's only went to 87. That's a sad part. Actually, made an extra percentage for me. Aged out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're just like, here's your diploma. You're too, too old. Yeah, you're too, too old, old to go to school. Go, dude. There you go, dude. Get out of here. Get out of here. Go go sign up for un- unemployment. Go get out of here. <laughs> it was just a piece of paper that said, you read good. Yeah. 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 Stamp yeah. it. I mean, just imagine there's a 14-year-old walking in and there's 20-year-old dudes walking down the hallway. Yeah, just like, <laughs> hey, tell your mom I had fun last night. <laughs> and he's threatening to kick their ass. Like, hey, stay out of my fucking luck. Yeah. <laughs> seriously, a grown-ass man threatening to kick my you got, ass. Like, boy, I know you got my driver's license. What'd you do? <laughs> Kids like six. So when when, when did you come back to Aqua's Austin? I actually came back to Aqua's Austin in '92. Uh-huh. I went to a diesel school in Connecticut and everything. Did all that stuff. It was great. Loved it out there. Had a good time. Uh, came back to nine, uh, a friend of mine. I was looking for a job, and it's very hard to get a job, especially in that type of business without experience. Mm. Everybody wants that experience. Mm-hmm. So you're fresh out. 
Plus, when you get out of a school like that, or any type of school, really, you're kind of dangerous because you're young, you think you know it all, you don't know dick about experience, you just have mm. all this stuff right here, right? But a friend of mine, he let me know that in uh, San Regis, um, there was a place looking for a diesel mechanic, and that was Gatlin Oaks, GNL. used to be the bus garage. Yeah, yeah. Saint. Love yeah. you, Gatlin. 110%, buddy. Um, so His name was Gatlin? Gatlin Oaks, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like the gun? He was actually named after the gun. There's mm-hmm. more than one person here's named that in this community. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? I thought they named the gun mm-hmm. after him, but Actually, with how badass he yeah. is and how awesome he is, they should have named the gun after him. I agree. Gatlin yeah. was very cool. He was. Gatlin it was is. cool. It's called the mini. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the old lady Gatlin, gun from the purse. The Derringer. <laughs> oh, the Derringer, two shattered. Yeah. But it was, but, so I went down, and I remember I do. I actually dressed up really nice. <laughs> I went down to Saint to go have five for the shot. <laughs> Gallant the new priest is in town. He still, <laughs> yeah. he still had his suit from graduation yeah, one year exactly. prior. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was, I was 21 years old, ready yeah. to conquer the world. Yeah, he did, right. <laughs> 21 years old in 11th grade. I'm ready to do this. <laughs> Let's go. Screw you, school. <laughs> but I did. I went down and I, I got yeah. the job and I moved back here. Now, this is kind of cool. Uh, <laughs> you know, there are different things you perceive when you see mm-hmm. as a child. And uh, when I moved back here to, to work at GNL, I was like, hey, you know, I'm going to go around and see people I haven't seen for a while. Again, back when I was yeah. like a little kid. And so one of my first stops was, was the Kloop family at the end of Pike Road. Mm-hmm. Okay, we we're very close with them. And I, remember I drove down there and I get right down to where the homestead mm-hmm. is. And there's some dogs barking and stuff like that. And uh, the, the parents are sitting on the, on the porch. There. I think it was Myron, I think his name was. Mm-hmm. And anyways, I go, they're like, who is it? I'm like, it's me, Bucky. Bucky Cook, uh, uh, Lisaway's uh, son. Mm-hmm. Bucky, Lisaway. Oh, Bucky, hey, come on, LaBucky. They call me LaBucky. That's what they call me. <laughs> hey, LaBucky, come on over. Come on over. Don't worry about the dog. Just come on over. Have a seat. So I'm sitting on the porch. We're just talking away and visiting. It was great. Finally, I go, hey, when did you guys get the house? Mm-hmm. They're like, well, we've always had the house. I'm like, no. No, you didn't. When did you get the house? Like this house house. Mm-hmm. Bucky, we've had this house forever. We've always had this house. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? He's <laughs> like, yeah, why? I said, uh nothing like what did you do what did you do and i was like for the last 15 years i've been telling people in clayton that i know a family that lives in a tree (laughs) allow me to explain so, okay, that's not that's not the reaction they gave to me. They're just staring at me. Just, the touch at the top of my head should be hard any day now. Those plates are. You did graduate at twenty. Somebody clearly watched Return of the Jedi a lot. Oh my God. So, anyways, he had one Betamax tape, and that was it. That was it. And he got, still got stuck in the machine. Still got stuck in the machine. So here's what happened was, and they're like, "What?" I go. Yeah, I said, see, when I moved there and people stopped beating on me for, you know, a week yeah. uh-huh. and they wanted to know some things. And I was like, they're like, well, you know, do you guys live in teepees? That's always a good yeah. yeah. I, I said, no, no, we don't live in teepees. There's houses. But there's this one family that lives in a tree. <laughs> and they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, they live in a tree. <laughs> and they're like, well, how does that work? And so right away, I'm, I'm trying to remember the stuff from a kid. Yeah. And then I had to embellish some bullshit in there to make it sound somewhat logical. I said, well, um, well, the tree is a big tree. Yeah. 
First of all, there's a big tree. Whole village up there. There's a big tree. Yeah. Ewoks and shit. Ewoks mm-hmm. and Mohawks are all together. <laughs> big tree. And I said, what they had to do was they actually had the bottom branches. They actually, they actually scooped out the center part of the, tr- of the tree. And they laid the boards down. They had, you know, they had other boards and, and stuff like hanging over and everything. I so said, when the women folk were pregnant, I actually see it was women folk. <laughs> Those thoroughbreds. Yeah. yeah. When the women folk were pregnant, I said the men would actually pull them up by a rope and all that stuff. Right? When the females have mated. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they're, and they're, Did you just describe Fraggle Rock to nah, these white people? The Bernstein Mohawks. <laughs> the Bernstein Mohawks here, people. So I go, yeah, and I go, this is what it was like. And they, you know, they hunted and all that stuff. And, and people are just fascinated in the Thousand <laughs> Islands. I was like, Phew. That story then, probably that, still lives on there. To, to this day. Like, I know there's a fact. Because they, they would no. tell people, like, Buck, tell them about the, 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 the tree Indians. Like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> tree Indians. So this went on. Because I actually kind of thought that that's what kind of what went down, right? So then I go, and they're like, no, we've, how could you say that? Why would you say that? I said, because it was true. <laughs> It was true. I don't care what you say about that. You did not have this. Mm-hmm. Take it from me, who has not lived here for 15 years. You did not have this house. And they're like, Bucky, we've always, why would you come up with that? I said, because I remember as a little kid, we used to spend the night here. And there was a tree. And they're like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> there was a tree house all back for the kids that slept there in the summertime. That's where you slept. You slept in a tree house. <laughs> It was like a four by four tree. It's still out back. I think there's like one board left. That's where you slap, Bucky. Yeah. That's where the kids slapped. And I was like, so the men folk didn't pull you up with the rope? <laughs> they didn't do that? That didn't happen? <laughs> and they're like, why don't you just leave our property right now? Go Buck. So yeah, man. There, so, that was that whole gig. So there's a little That's just... when the beef with the clued started. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, you bring it up God. to this day, they're like, man, fuck that buck wild that was motherfucker. Nuts. I mean, if any family in Augusta was living in trees, it'd be the clue. <laughs> I don't know. Now the now the clutch clutch plane yeah. right there. But, I mean, that's but true, but it might be the big trees. Yeah, but, big trees but like too. you know, because I think I actually told that to to William too. I told that to William as well, like many years later, and he's just. I don't know if he talks to me anymore. I, I wave. I don't know if he's waving off a flyer. But anyways, yeah, so about a good 10, 15 years, there's a little misinformation I was laying out to the people of the Thousand Islands. But I have yet, I'll, be, I'll be astonished if some kid out here out there comes home from history class. Oh, we're studying the Iroquois. And some of them live in trees. <laughs> Can't believe that teacher. Although I bet if you went to the Thousand Islands, there's actual people living in trees. Yeah, it's like the oh, thing it's now. It's a native way. It's <laughs> a native way. You started place. that trend. Started all growing our own food. Yeah. They're digging out their canoes and living in trees. <laughs> but yeah, man. So, so when that's and where yeah, uh, did you? Start actually making money performing as a musician. Like, when did you start a we, band? Oh, you're a musician. Played in bars that, and made money. Well, that would have been. Uh, let me. Okay, let me explain that very quickly. I know it. I'm gonna explain that very quickly. Do you make money as a musician? No, no, man. Yeah, no, yeah. There's. You can. You can. <laughs> Wait, you're it's a musician. Quite, you're so fucking mean. You pretentious cunt. It's not quite iPod money or whatever this is. Podcast. iPodcast. Where's the trappers. bucket where I can throw a bucket in your fucking? So, anyways. Motherfucker. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, take your hat off. Yeah, how this? No, get him a coffee. Don't even. Give him how this? Coffee. How this growling thing started was uh, back in the. He's told this early, so much. I know this. Yeah, story. early to mid '90s, around there, I was seeing a girl, 
And uh, as opposed to as opposed to a guy, I was seeing a girl. (laughs) This is when he switched back to women. Yeah, (laughs) this is is a big Star Wars. So much He had to get through high school somehow. Yeah, twenty years. It's amazing. It's the first one multiplied. (laughs) Yeah. Teach them to bully me. Yeah, and then when I got back in the, when I got back into girls, I was like, God, there's so much, there's so much slippery. You can't beat them, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Indian that fucks us. You better leave that guy alone. That fucking tree Indian raped me. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the growl. <laughs> Shut up, Will. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so anyways. Oh, shit. Uh, so anyways, um. <laughs> That's how we're introducing you from now on. I know it. The so last of the tree Indians. <laughs> dude, the tree. That's, that's, that's it, We dude. finally, I finally Josh, found out after all these years the trying to figure out where the fuck you're from. It's a tree. It's the last of the tree Indians. Yeah. <laughs> It's definitely. been bug, bugging, bugging me since we met. Yeah, definitely. Like, what is bug? No, I know we know. It's a fucking tree. Indian. Well, I will say this: uh, <laughs> it is a it is a black cherry and it is a hardwood. So, oh, yeah. thank you very much. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> going back to this growling thing, <laughs> I was seeing a girl this time, and she was a big fan of the Winnie the Pooh cartoon. And because of the way yeah. I am, she's like, you know what, you. Jesus. She goes, you know what? You remind me of Tigger. That's what a mic stands all fucking broken as. Slammer. <laughs> she goes, you remind me of Tigger. You're very Tiggerish. She called you a attitude. what? A Tigger, <laughs> yeah. A tigger. Yeah. Oh, don't Tigger, please. So this anyways, is third time saying it this episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bleeper out there. Hardcore. So anyways, I go, really? And so I would actually do the Tigger song for her. And in the, in the, in the cartoon, in the show, it's the wonderful thing about Tiggers. There's Tiggers are wonderful things. They're tops of the rubber. They're bottoms of the springs. They're bouncy, 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 bouncy. Fun, 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 fun. But the most wonderful thing about Tiggers is I'm the only one. I'm the only one. And he growled at the end of that. Uh-huh. So I would do that. Well, you know, she breaks up with me. And... Um, <laughs> For real? Because he growled every time he ate. <laughs> oh, like, 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 what's, like, you I mean, just have to get laid, though. That's like, it works. Yeah. So, anyway, so it breaks up. Uh, that's what it was. But the thing is, that turned into, turned into a habit. Now, if you ask me a question, I don't mean to. It's just mm-hmm. subconsciously. It's thinking sound. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like, hey, man, what do you got going on next Tuesday? I think I'm doing it. it so, it kind of turned yeah. into that. That's where that growl comes so from. So, it's a right. verbal tick. Yes. Yay. So get back to your. Thank you very much. You know what's funny is that because you're so great at that, you could probably fucking rock the shit out of that uh, Cowardly Lion song. (laughs) 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 Jesus, I can't just shit my pants. If I were a king of the forest, (laughs) not Duke, not Chief. Not, I don't know, sub chief. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> hold this up. So, anyways. You gotta clip that out and make it a short. <laughs> yeah. I'll teach you how to. I like how he did the Sammy Davis Jr. voice. Not chief, not duke. Shaboing, boing, boing. So, anyways. Um, Sammy Davis, old Jewish black guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, making money yeah. as a, in a band. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. That was the original so how, how that when I when we first did that, how how I kind of got into the band thing was, you know, I've been playing guitar since I was like around 15, 14, somewhere in that neck of the woods. In high school, we did a quick little band thing for a. Uh, he was using it as a shield. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was just a, it was a quick a band thing. Carry. A weapon. Well, 
Well, yeah, it just just kind of happened with me. But um, we did a we did a pep rally where it called Spanish Fly. You know, oh, nice. You know, it's the right. Bill Cosby yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 is he? <laughs> the Bill Cosby cocktail. Me doesn't like the pudding pop. You see, and the fluffing and the fucking and the touching. You see, shit's real sleepy. <laughs> this is another short right there. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so yeah, so I did that there, and then it wasn't until I moved. And while I lived in Connecticut, I didn't play any bands, but I worked at a music store and stuff. But there were bands that would come in, and I was just really a cool scene. And it wasn't until I moved back here to open the casino, ninety nine, yeah, April of ninety nine. See, at that time, there were so many people in the casino. People that didn't really know each other. Yeah. A lot of people did. They were from here, but and I knew a few of them. But at any given time out there, you had associates. You could, you know, of all the employees there, you had like at least probably eighty associates on the floor at any given time who played instruments mm. one, one way or another. And so I started talking to a few different people, and hey, I play guitar. Hey, I play drums. Blah blah blah. Okay, cool. Let's get some together. And that 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 was uh, Corey White at that time. That was Dwayne Greenfield, and I think that was it. Just the three of us, and we're always like, hey, let's do something, man. Let's do something. Yeah, and um, so Buck has touched me a lot this this episode. Like <laughs> on the inside, no, on oh. the outside. I feel like we're gonna start one. touching Johnny. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> so and then it was like, okay, let's get together, let's do something this week. Well, that that week turned into the next month and a couple months. Finally, I was like, okay, I've had enough of this. So I drive up to Dwayne's house. He lived in uh, he lived in uh, Hogan'sburg at that time. Knocked on the Hey man, where's your drums? He goes, oh, they're in the back, on the back, on the back porch. Cool. I walk through his house, grab some drum pieces. Like, grab that. What the hell are you doing? Grab that. He takes a piece of drum, put it in my truck, put it all in my truck. And I, I said, now if you want to play your drums, they'll be in my house. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be in my house, okay, dude? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So we did. So we got together, and it was, it was pretty. Uh, you know, it was very, very. Uh, I don't know. Uh, very backyard hookup situation we had. Like mm-hmm. I actually had a, I actually had an amplifier that I used for the vocal mic or for the vocal speaker. Yeah. And our <laughs> mic, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. And our mic, actually, I had one. Okay, remember the table thing I was talking about? Yeah. We had that thing, and actually had that bungee corded into a lamp. Nice. And it had it's just I didn't have a mic mm-hmm. stand. We had I had a bungee cord <clears> into a lamp, and we we called it the the other member of the band. We named it Mike. Hey man, is Mike coming? Make sure you bring Mike. And um. So we just yeah, we just started working. So we just started doing like covers and stuff. Now God bless Corey White because even back then Corey's like, hey man, I got this original piece, and we're like, nah nah, we'll get the originals later. We're not interested in it. But if we were interested in it back then, it would have been really cool. Get that shit out of here. We're only playing. We're only playing Dragon Tune. Yeah, get out of here, dude. Yeah. But you know, but so, you know Diggy Diggy lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, he did. He did lie. He lied to my face. Right to my face, he did. And so like um. So he was always into that, but still we went and did it. We did things like, and mm. we do Nickelback and Aerosmith and Black Crows and Weezer and all this stuff. And then we got um, Bobby Jacobs into it. Bobby brought the bass over, mm-hmm. and now we had a bass player. So okay, cool. And then I got a different amplifier, and you know, it just it was it was a cool thing. And at that time, we called ourselves YGS, stood for You Guys Suck, and. Um, and it was so great because we'd go to places. We'd go to Legion or Brass Horse, and they're like, you guys suck. You guys are chanting our name. <laughs> Could we possibly suck anymore? <laughs> yeah, like a real Primus thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Primus sucks. Yeah, yeah. So it was. Uh, that was a cool little thing we did mm-hmm. for a little while. Um, and then 
and we okay, and we did we get we got paid for those. We were, we were over at I, I couldn't even tell you how much it was, but we were over at uh it was before it was Brass Horse, it was not Was it, it Eagles? No, it wasn't Eagles. Or not Eagles, it was um Fuck. Um, it was Shafts. Legends and Spirits. Between Shafts and, and Brass Horse, it was Legends and Spirits. That's right. <laughs> One of so, those names is... Between <laughs> Shaft and the Brass is uh, yeah. Legends. Yeah, Legends. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we played there. We played The very first place we played, though, was at Paddy's. Remember Paddy's down in... Uh, right by Brother Hamels is where you got uh, yeah. Brother Hamels. Yeah, uh, so where Randy we, is now. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere out there. So we played that. That was our first gig. It was in the afternoon, and we did it, and it was cool. We did Nickelback and whatever, and it was it was fun. It was great. You know, good time. And I still and there's still video of that somewhere. And it's so cool because Bobby mm-hmm. Jacobs like he was actually nervous. He was yeah. he was like way behind. He's way in back of us, like kind of staying behind me, and you know. But um, so that's what that was. Now you know, we we just did other places here and there and uh, fundraisers and what have you. Well. And it started out, you were the singer, right? Yeah, I was a singer. So, and I wasn't the greatest, good God, no. But still, somebody had to do the job. That's all. And it's very hard mm-hmm. to be playing and singing at the same That's a different thing, a whole different animal. Yeah. And uh, so then, after a while, uh, Corey White, you know, we, we had to get practices in and stuff like that. But Corey would be like, hey, okay, practice is going to be on Wednesday. Okay, everybody be there. You got it, we're going to be there. But Corey had some other things he had to do, and he just. It was getting, you know, he would be absent for some of those practices and important practices too. So after a while, we were like, uh, the guys were like, hey man, we should probably get another guitar player. And I always made it a vote then. Don't just decide it. It's a band thing. Everybody has a say. And like, well, he misses some of his notes or whatever, and he's not at practices. I said, okay, I can understand that. Does anybody have anybody in mind then? Don't just come with a problem, come with a solution as well that we could, you know, venture into. And somebody mentioned Glenn Hill. So I said, okay, all right. No Who? Glenn Hill Jr. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, oh, JHJ. GHJ. <laughs> At Sonny Boy Guitars. Oh, God. I probably should have spent the next year in sixth grade, too. Um, so he, um, yeah, Sonny Boy, Sonny Boy Guitars. <clears throat> so he came in, and he and I, it was great. He was a great guitar player. Mm-hmm. He still is. And... I had a different yeah. style than him, but they, they really complimented each other. They're fantastic. That's great. So that was a good oh, thing. They don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good thing. It was a really cool thing. So then I, I was like, okay, so say all of you, this is the way it is? Yeah. Okay, cool. Somebody has to let Corey White know. And, of course, it's, I'm like, I'll take care of it. <laughs> so I went over and I saw Corey at the casino. I said, hey, man, you got a minute? And we sat down. We talked. I said, listen, we're going to get another guitar player. We're going to go with Glenn. He's like, I know Glenn. Glenn's really good. And Corey's like, yeah, if that's the way it is, and that's the way it is. And I said, dude, I'm really sorry. And and that never, I mean, and I, I know what bothered him. I think even to this day, it might still bother him a little bit that, that that's the way that went down. But that's the way that went down. Mm-hmm. But there was still the respect to let him know. Mm. You have, and, and to this, I, 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 I've never ever been with any kind of outfit or anything like that where I didn't let you know. We're not just going to do it because that happened to me. So we're, we're playing a couple of different places. Well, then... It's like, well, Buck, you're not the greatest singer. I'm like, yeah, I know. We just got to get somebody to do it, though. But we have an idea. We want to get another singer, and you can contract a good guitar player, but let's get another singer in there. You can contract a guitar. Okay, great. Who's it going to be? Corey Jacobs. I'd never heard of Corey Jacobs before. They go, well, he does a lot of karaoke singing. I said, okay. All right, great. Great, great, great. That sounds awesome. So I said, so we brought him in, and we are, now keep in mind, we're still doing covers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corey did a lot of karaoke, like I said, karaoke. 
<clears throat> he wasn't he wasn't familiar with all these songs. So we're practicing over at Ronnie Jacobs' house or Bobby yeah Ronnie or Bobby Joint's house, Bobby Jacobs. And he comes in, he sings a little bit, and we had a we had a a, a, um, a show at Pine Ridge, the campsite, like that weekend. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, how about this? Let's do this. Let's let's let me just sing this one here. We have nothing scheduled after that for at least a while. Then we can bring Corey in. We can start fresh and get tight and everything, right? Okay, no, no, no. We're gonna do it now. We want to do it now? Okay, seems like okay, whatever. So we get to the gig. We get over here to this gig. Corey Jacobs there, and he's like, oh, my God, I forgot the lyrics. And I go, what lyrics? He goes, the lyrics are all these songs. I go, well, where are they? He goes, they're at Bobby's house, still taped to the mic. <laughs> I'm going, well, don't worry. We can we can get there. No, no, no. He takes off in his car, and I'm like, okay. Then the guy's like, hey, you guys ready? So we started setting up, and they're like, where's Corey? I said, he went to go get the lyrics. We're going to pick up the lyrics. Okay, cool. So I said, I'll tell you what. I'll sing the first couple of songs here, and then mm-hmm. he can and then he can just come in. Okay, sounds great, because we have to get this going. So the first song we did was a song called Everything Zen by Bush. Mm-hmm. And so we're up there. Doo, 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 right, we're just getting ready to go. Just then Corey, Corey Jacobs comes in. Like, okay, great. Corey's like, what are you doing? I said, well, I was just going to sing the first couple of songs. And back then, I mean, Corey's, Corey's a great guy, but you really have to get a read on him. You really just have to kind of know him to know where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. I didn't. And I didn't, I, I didn't like him. I didn't like. That's him. a nice way of saying he can be a dick. Yeah, he can. <laughs> which I know he can. He can, but I mean, I didn't, I didn't like the guy. But I wasn't gonna let yeah. that. I was gonna let my feeling toward it wreck the band thing. I can totally work with that. So he goes, um, he's like, I said, well, I'm gonna, I'll just sing the first couple of songs. I'm gonna bring you in. He goes, well, what am I doing here? I'm the lead singer. What am I? Do- you can't sing it. And I'm looking at him like, all right, that's your one, dude. That's your one with me. So we start playing. Dun, 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 getting into it. So it's time for him to sing. I'm looking at him. He's looking at me. He's just like where you are now. He's like. <laughs> Locking up. And I'm like, there must be somewhere that we could eat. Maybe find another lover. Should I fly Los Angeles? He's still staring. Find my asshole brother. And then he's like, oh, okay, got it. And of course, the way he sings. Mickey Mouse is growing up a cow. You know, whatever. And that's fine. But we got through it. Got through and everything. Mm-hmm. He comes up to me afterwards. And he's like, hey, man, I'm really sorry that I came off like <clears> that. And I was like, that's okay. You know, I said, I get it. I said, dude, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not threatened that you're here as a singer. I said, not at all. No, no, I said, but that, that is your one. You know, don't need to do that. The next week, uh, my family and I head down to Virginia Beach for a, for a vacation. We mm-hmm. come back. My sister goes to Fort Covington, goes over here to Fort. And she had some she had to do was like some fundraiser here. She comes back, she goes, Do do they have another band? I'm like, not that I know of. Well, because I just saw Corey White and these guys playing with this other guy. Or or Glenn playing with some other guy. Corey Jacobson? I said, Not that I know of. They're called Dirty Blues something. And that's a dirty blue project project for him. So I take off down to uh after like the next day i take off over to number nine Mm -hmm. and i go to confront bobby on it hey bobby what's going on (laughs) well and and glenn was there well uh we're not playing rock and roll no more (laughs) i was like you guys gonna fucking tell me i had to fucking tell Corey white if anything was going on i told you guys you gonna fucking tell me and that was to me. That was like that was a, that was a low shot. Mm-hmm. If I'm out, I'm out. Just fucking tell me. 
and that and I was I was not cool with that. However, though, and for for Bobby was always it wasn't like I hated anybody. I didn't do yeah. that because they they were doing well. They're 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 good sounding bands. So I was always a fan of that. And whenever I did go to see them play, Bobby Jacobs was always super cool. I remember they did a big mm. thing over at uh, right next to Bears Den where All In used to be. TV Hider. Yeah, that whole thing. They had they there was a they had like a big concert thing. Like Jana was there and yeah. shit like that. Yeah. And um, but Dirty Bruce was playing, and I went there to go check them out. And Bobby sees me, he's like, "Hey man, come on back, come on backstage, come say hello." I was like, "Okay, great." So Bobby's always been cool with me. Yeah. And even Glenn, they're always been pretty cool for the most part. But I didn't like how that handled out. Mm-hmm. And then it was like a couple years later when uh, Corey White, or Corey Jacobs saw me in uh, Spirits, Spirits and Legends at that time. <laughs> um, he saw me there, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Hey, can I talk to you?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." So we sat down. I go, "What's going on?" He goes, "Well, the casino did this karaoke contest." And the two finalists are now going to be singing at the Brass Horse, sorry, with a live band. And Dirty Blues are supposed to be the live band. And for whatever reason, some members of the band didn't want to do that. They didn't want to be a, a the way it sounded like they didn't want to be a backing band for another singer. They had their own thing. Why are mm-hmm. we doing this type of stuff? Whatever it was. So I was like, oh, okay. He goes, I need a guitar player. I said, okay. What songs are they? He goes, wait, you're going to do this? I said, yeah. He goes, I know you don't like me. I said, I, don't, I like you fine. I never took any direct offense on that. I said, do you, do you need me? He's like, yeah. And I said, okay, what songs are they? And he gave me, it was a Landis Smiles song and an Elvis song. Okay, great. So I learned the songs. He played the bass. And then Dwayne Greenfield played the drums. Mm-hmm. And we did that thing for, for all these people, for the karaoke finalists. You know? And that was that. And then uh, it was pretty cool because, um, you know, Corey Jacobs was like, hey, maybe we can work together sometime. I said, yeah, maybe. And then a couple of years later now, fast forward, Corey White has this bundle mm-hmm. of songs with Lloyd Benedict. Lloyd Benedict was actually mm-hmm. with Corey. And Lloyd's, a, Lloyd's an amazing guitarist. He's one of these mm-hmm. guitar players that you cannot, he can't play with like a, a regular band because he's just so out there. And if you listen to him play, it sounds like two or three guitar players at once. It really <laughs> is. And so uh, Corey has these songs. He gives me a call. I want to start a band. Mm-hmm. Great. Come on over. Let me see what you have. Let's work out. So, and it was great. It was all there. And then we're, then we're talking about singers. And he brought up Corey Jacobs. I was like, no, I'm against it. I'm against that. He's like, he's like, he's the one I can actually see here. I said, I don't care. His attitude sucks. His attitude fucking sucks, man. I, but I was like, I tell you what, dude, if, if, if I'll, I'll play it. I'll go ahead and play it. So he brought him in. And mm-hmm. we had our first recordings <clears throat> for Arcane Belief were our, were our acoustic dirt recordings. It was just Corey White and I on guitars, and then Corey. Jacobs I have singing. that. I have that. Demo. You actually do. I think you do have. Believe some it or not, there was a time I was really on the short list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Potential, like yeah. if Corey really fucks up, <laughs> I think we can let this guy yeah. try out. We're from the short bus to the short list. Yeah. I love this guy. Yeah. So fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Twenty years old, graduating motherfucker. It doesn't bother him at all. I'm no. totally cool with it. I just got some extra schooling. That's all. It's like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's matter. It's the same lesson. He really <laughs> needed to put that fucking square peg into that hole. Yeah. So, anyways, um, so yeah, so we brought him in. And it was it was it was great. You know, he sounded amazing. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. We sent we sent the uh, Corey White set those dirt recordings out, and we got the contract with a Tate Music Group. Uh, and you no know, now, and we had to let them know because Tate Music Group only heard those dirt recordings, two guitars and uh, the lead singer. 
And we had to let them know we're a full band. We didn't even have a full band yet. Oh, yeah? We didn't even have a drummer. Mm-hmm. So you lied. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but um, but Dwayne said, hey, if you ever need me, I'm there. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of like how that all got started. And it was really cool. And then you know, driving out to doing that whole thing with the band. I mean, it was we played in places together and stuff like that. But when it came to doing that, to, to do that album, it was out in Oklahoma. Uh, and we drove out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude. And the drive out there, Bucky was like, hey, you guys remember when you kicked me out of uh, YGS? <laughs> Wasn't it nice of me to bring you guys in now? <laughs> Let's talk about it. <laughs> but it was, um, so we did. We drove all the way out there. And it was, I thought it was important. I felt it was important that we drove out together and we stayed together. And that's what mm-hmm. we did. And the only, I swear to God, the only argument I think we had was just be, like Corey White and I got into about something. I don't know what it was. Uh, but it's it, probably Nickelback. It could be, yeah. <laughs> but it was it was something so minor. But but we let that mm-hmm. rolled off our backs, and that was it. We got along great. We had an amazing time. A lot of great experiences. I'm mm-hmm. glad we did that, and that was a big deal. And I mean, and we've you know played at some places, got paid for some places. One place, the worst place paid was we actually did a show out in Missouri. Um, Missouri, man. Yeah. And it was all metal bands there. Oh, no. We didn't, we, we know. We're, actually, we're on our way out to Oklahoma to go record our album when Corey White saw this thing and, like, he's like, hey, you guys want to play uh, Missouri in, like, October or September? Like, yeah, screw it. Yeah, man. We're a new band. We're going to, you yeah. know, all the shit. So put them on here, you know, put us on the list. And then we get out there and it's all these, you know, and they're throwing. Hey, do that pretty good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. They're throwing freaking, like, you know, fresh meat on the audience and shit. We're like, Wait till they hear traveling, man. <laughs> Did you do Dig Alive? It's like fucking breaking out friggin' Elijah at a Floyd show. Jesus Christ. But that was really neat because uh, by the time we got up, there was a band that opened up before us called GH, or JHD. We're like, we're like, and they're, like a, they're almost like a, uh, a ska meets Dave Matthews type of thing. Okay. And we even asked them. So what does JHD stand for? Like, we don't really know. That sounds like a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Actually, they're very cool. Scott meets Dave Matthews. Oh my god, I want yeah. I want to be shot in the head. <laughs> Please but don't like, let. I feel like I'm gonna don't let me for that dream. Ironically, put me out of my fucking. A lot, a lot of us want to shoot you in the head. How about that? <laughs> so, anyway, so uh, bring it on, fucker. So, anyways, um, I don't know. They won't leave Snyder to do it. Yeah. So they. Um, <laughs> so we. So we. These guys were very cool. Actually, like the the guitar player actually he'd throw his guitar up in the air and let it smash. Mm-hmm. He'd pick it up and start playing again. It was pretty cool. But um, they're a great. They were a great buffer between this metal band that just got off and us, and we had the prime spot. We had eight o'clock at night, so we get up there, and we're getting ready to play. And uh, like, there's these. There's, it was at a campground. It was at a campground, and there are people in front of us, and some of them have like <clears throat> blood and shit because they're just moshing, mm-hmm. like you know, half hour earlier. And we just go into our set, and it was pretty cool. And it was so neat because when we did traveling man, which is like. Like if Bob Dylan and Tom Petty had a baby, it'd be this song, you know, very storytelling type of song. And uh, there are just people, there's just people just swinging back and forth, the blood hanging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they got all these. They were at the yeah, gathering of the Juggalos festival. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's like the they had all these, this? they had all these body piercings yeah, and shit. Like this one yeah. girl looked like she fell down the stairs with a tackle box. It was just all over the place. This is great. <laughs> Just swing in the cool <laughs> fall breeze. <laughs> nice little break. Yeah, exactly <laughs> what it was. Waiting for my blood count to come back yep. up. Just 
And, uh, so that was off. that was a cool thing, you know. We did that. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, hold on, traveling man. What did you yeah. just compare it to? Tom uh, Petty and who? It's like Bob Dylan and Tom Petty had a baby, and if you had that baby, that's what the song is like because it's just a very very storytelling type of song. And that and that. Do you round. get that? I guess. I don't think Bob Dylan's a good singer or Tom Petty. I said in the story. I don't think Tom Petty's the best. No, no. I said in a storytelling. That's not what you said. (laughs) I know it was English. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) See, if you went to school for an extra two years, you know. If you went to school for an extra two years, like I did, loser. Get the education, (laughs) loser. (laughs) So anyways, you would have done learn how to talk. Stupid loser. So, anyways, uh, so we did that, yeah. So we did that and everything, and it was. Uh, and we go to get paid, and first of all, the promoter looked like uh, fuck's that dude's name, man. He looked like uh, Jonah Hill, but like fat Jonah Hill, yeah, like freaking super bad Jonah Hill. He yeah. looked just like him, just all neck beard. Yeah, yeah, he just. I was, I was like, oh shit, man, this is not gonna. This is gonna suck, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so, so we go. So Dwayne and I go to get paid. And we're like, hey, man, we're here. And we came farther. For, all the other bands came from, every damn one of them came from around St. Louis, yeah. which is just up the road. We came from 20 hours away. And it was like, oh, man, that was so awesome, man. You guys are so good and everything. Hey, thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, it sounds so good, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, man, we really appreciate it. That's your own stuff? Yeah, it's original stuff. Wow. The crowd loved it. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Between the, between the operations and the stitches, I'm sure they had a good time. <laughs> And uh, so I was like, okay, yeah, we're just, just here to get paid, man. <clears throat> okay, well, you know, we didn't bring us as much as we wanted. And I'm like, okay, all right, that's cool as long as we get paid. You know, I'm sorry I didn't make what you were expecting, but we still got to get paid. <laughs> so he has this other guy. And this other guy's name was Corey Way, by the way. Oh, yeah. Jesus, we had two Corey. It's not like a boy band. There's two Corys in our band and then this other guy. <laughs> and so we go and he, he takes us to the money box and he hands me 50 bucks. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like. You guys, <laughs> is it the Missouri air? Is that what that says? And uh, you know, I understand Missouri is the heartland. It's because the brain isn't there. Okay, I get it. I get it. So I go, no, nah, man. He goes, that's all I give you. I said, dude, we came from twenty fucking hours away. We came from any other band here. We were great. You said so. We wrote our own stuff. I could have. That might have been original, or he might just cough it up a freaking milk bone or something, or he could have been on coffee. From 78. <laughs> See what I did? And um, Callback. I like it. Uh-huh. Great. <laughs> Don't touch me. Don't he knows me. how to bookend for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he gave us 50 bucks, and I'm like, and Dwayne, God bless Dwayne, man. He looks at me straight-faced. Told, not gay face, but straight-faced. Yeah, yeah. But he looks at me straight-faced, and he's like, we can kill him and leave because nobody knows us, right? <laughs> and I'm like... Yeah. It's just the three of us back. Well, soon to be two. <laughs> guys like, no, 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 guys, guys, look at look at look at. Give me your addresses. Give me give me your emails and all this stuff. I'll get the money out to you. Don't worry. I'll get the money out. Yeah, so we take the fifty bucks so we go back. <laughs> of course not Corey White's there. The other two Corys are back at the truck. How we do? Fifty bucks. <laughs> fifty bucks each? That's terrible. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> the whole band. <laughs> and we're just like, I said, don't worry. Dwayne's going to kill him. We'll be fine. Uh, gonna be okay. 
so you know we get back in the truck and we just chalk that off as an experience and but yeah. you know it was great to play it was great traveling all that distance it was so neat i mean we went to one gas station we're gassing up and there's a there's an old beat-up van coming the other way from like missouri at missouri plates and out got there was a metal band they get out and hey man where are you guys heading no we're heading out to boston oh cool we're heading out to other side of st louis play a show you know, just it was just kind of, it's kind of cool to see that. Mm-hmm. Just kind of just talk a little bit about whatever. But it is cool being on the road, stuff like that. It's cool having that experience. And uh, yeah, so there's the band thing. And like I said, just recently, uh, I was talking to you about it before the show. Um, Corey White and I, uh, we just started getting back together and uh, writing and doing something. So I'm sorry about that. So we um, <laughs> we're gonna do is uh, you know, hopefully someone will come with that. Stay at work, boys. So just, <laughs> Big money, big money. This will be the fiddle hour. <laughs> I've got like nothing. Next time I come in here, do you gonna, need a fidget I'll spinner? A chair. I'll be like in a microphone out in the driveway. Just and then I, uh, yeah, you want those popper things? And yeah, it's like little. apparently these guys hate educated people. <laughs> 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 so, anyways, a little bit about the music. A little bit about the you have to repeat it twice. Did your teachers have to be like, okay, Lawrence? Nah, man. Yellow starts with Y. Actually, it went before that. You actually just hit a very good point. I actually, they did some kind of Special Olympic test on me, man. They aced it. No, I didn't. I failed. In their eyes, I failed. (laughs) They had blocks in front of me. They had a ball. They had a square. They had a rectangle and a triangle. They're like, okay, take out the... (laughs) Why am I touching it? I know. You didn't touch me. So gay. So gay. (laughs) <laughs> so they're like, yeah. I think it's when like the dark touches the pale. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah. It's like put a milk like in opposites coffee. attract. Yeah. Oppo- high pressure to low pressure. You know, it's that type of thing. So wait, go, wait, wait, wait. So they go, wait, they go wait. like this. They go, take out the one that doesn't belong. Take out the one that doesn't belong. I was like, okay. So I took out the triangle. They're like, okay, let's try this again. We got a ball. It's round. We have a square. It has angles and points on it. We have a rectangle with angles and points on it. And we have a triangle that has angles and points on it. And once again, we have a ball. Take out the one you feel doesn't belong. Take out the triangle. Why did you take that out? Because I don't like yellow. (laughs) I was six. I don't like the color yellow. But because of that... There it was. Remedial classes. <laughs> Dude, I had all that stuff. Special reading. I had all that stuff. I actually retired a school psychiatrist. That's true. He was a school psych- uh, psychiatrist, and I retired that guy. Not proud of it. That's what happened. I went in the orders. And you the sound thing, proud of it. He was, his name was he Peter, and he was Polish. He, he was the inspiration for Traveling Man. I destroyed it was the child psychologist this, leaving town. Dude, this, is guy's life this is it, too. His name was Peter, and he was Polish. And I, and I would call Polish him Peter, Peter, and I call him Peter Polak. Hey, Peter Polak. <laughs> and to him, well, Buck is just expressing himself in some way, so I'm not going to get mad at that. And he was a he was a cool, he was very he was a John Denver looking. Wait, you were saying this when you were six? Uh, I was eight at this time. It was the eighties. But you were saying that you no, were the seventies, seventies, seventies. Little 70s. racist fuck. Yeah, yeah, that's great. It was like, hey, Petey the Polak. Yeah, yeah. but the Polaks doesn't take that. He's like, yo, that's that's how. Yeah, I wasn't like fucking black bastard. Yeah, no, that's how Peter people talked back then. But yeah. that's what it was. But I, remember, no, I, I know. But I knew better to say the N word. I didn't say it that. Was, that's how I was back <laughs> then. I'm saying that's how. But he was just wrote Peter Polak, and then I went. I had him for like a year. 
And then did he call I, you Black Buck? No, he, no. I did have. I had a. I had a uh, gym teacher who called me Geronimo. Hey, Geronimo, bring those ropes over here. You know, it was like it wasn't a Jewish kid who was calling Jesus Christ, but hey, Geronimo, get over here. Hey, Buck, me, me, me. So yeah, so you know, and that's. I didn't take any offense on that, and Peter didn't take any on it either. And one day I came into class like, hey, where's where's Peter? Where's the Polak? Where's Peter? <laughs> Let me guess. He uh, he got the screen door on the on the submarine, <laughs> and uh, he's like, and they're like, no, nah, he he quit. I'm like, what do you mean he quit? He, Bucky, he just quit. That's just for like harassment. That. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what happened, but I was like, did I retire that guy? <laughs> nice. Yes. <laughs> Tell you what, I think I'll stay back in extra grade. I'll hold myself back. See who the new new meet's gonna be here. So yeah, man. But it was, it was, it was to be, all in all, to be honest, I had a, had a kick-ass childhood in many ways. I'm still having it. Yeah. So do we see yeah. a second yeah. Arcane Belief album on the horizon? I, I don't know if it, if it will be like an Arcane Belief album. I mean, I'd love for it to be. Uh, but there, you will definitely see some music. I mean, we have a couple. That songs wood feels out. great, doesn't it? I love yeah. this. Ooh, it's great. Wood. We will definitely. You know, there's yeah. all, we already have a couple new songs out. Mm-hmm. They've been out for a little bit. Mm-hmm. We're working with our producer Rick St. Pierre. He's awesome. Um, but hey, did the guy yeah, in Missouri listen. ever pay you guys? Huh? Did the guy in Missouri ever pay you guys? Nah, I did. He, he gave no. me your email. No, no callback. No, you definitely should have killed him. You should have killed him. We should have killed that. You guy. Have you ever sure. made fifty bucks for? A gig prior to that? No. No, it's always... I'll, I'll be free. Yeah, it's always so, like triple that <laughs> minimum. It's always triple that minimum. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing. The old joke is you load, you know, you load, uh, you take $5,000 worth of gear, put it in a $500 car to go play a $50 gig. That's... that's. I mean, there was two of you. You could have just tied that fucker up and took the money box. Actually, no, yeah. man. The Dwayne would have had I this made, by himself. The only Dwayne time I made easy. 50 for a gig was from Brooke. Oh yeah, <laughs> but that's because I only did a half hour anyway. So okay. I'm like, yeah, it's all right. And it was Canadian. But anyways, there's a little bit on that, a little bit on the music, a little bit on the family, and uh, yeah, we'll, you know, we want to do it. I mean, with the way the world's been the last couple of years, big bag of suck hole. We all agree. I hope we all agree. I like. I liked and, it. And now, mm-hmm. yeah, it was, I actually it was fun. fun. We the, actually uh, thrived in the pandemic. Right? Yeah, yeah. In this room, I can see the three of you by yourselves for two years in no, here. No. You can see me giving COVID to our friends. Nice, <laughs> nice, dude. You, so, you keep your uh, eyes open, man. You watch the next uh, six months. You watch. Oh, it's gonna be freaky. It's gonna be insane. Mm-hmm. This, the, the, the world, everything we were told as kids and read about and in the books and the movies and stuff like that, it's all coming to volition right now. Mm-hmm. And I don't. No, s- I meant for us. I don't give a shit about the world. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, we're talking about us here. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, for yeah. once we're going to talk about us, Bucky. Jesus oh, okay. Christ. We might sorry. even be able to sorry. pay you more than 50 bucks. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Not cool. today, though. Yeah. yeah, not today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just not today. Not today. <laughs> I brought my own piece. We might have to redo uh, the theme song and we'll have some uh, lead guitar here. There we go. Yeah. Uh, I'm about for a change. For I that. That for Plus, you. we got some more shows coming for 50 bucks and 25 for every time it's played after that. We might need an opener for our live <laughs> there show. There you go, man. Well, good for you, dude, man. This is awesome. Uh, any other questions? Anything else going on? How are you guys doing? <laughs> so who's the best engineer at CKON? Huh? Who's the best engineer at CKON? There's not, it's not a train station. <laughs> A radio station, dumbass. <laughs> see what I did? I see what, see what I did there. There's that. Yeah, edu- oh my god! Yeah. There's that. There's uh, that. That extra <laughs> two years of education. Oh, yeah. You hear about it happening oh, to other man. people, but that's, when it happens to you, that's the fifteenth grade oh, at man. work. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the best engineer at CKY? I mean, right now? Yeah. <laughs> I think you're the only one, right? Thank you. Does, does the only one constitute as the best one? Yeah. You have I to have a second. Will you just say something nice to the son of a bitch? Oh, dude. 
Isn't it cool? How <laughs> I, get back to you. Isn't it cool how I <laughs> rewired? Me back the, next week. Wasn't that cool how I rewired the whole room? I love this, dude. I, this is nice. What is that? Velcro? Yeah. That's sweet. Are you talking yeah. about this room? No, not this room. Oh. <laughs> Oh, you mean at the radio station? Yeah. Yes, it is. That cool. mic that used to be Why here. Why does this look like here. creation yeah. story right now? Here. With the good yeah. brother, bad brother. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. He's the one that came out of the armpit. Yeah, <laughs> I am. I'm Flint. <laughs> Cut off I knew you got an armpit yeah. thing. Cut off grandma's head and threw it up in the sky. <laughs> yeah, look at that every night now. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> You're such an asshole, brother. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he and I I'm like this. The other tree Indians. Uh, he and I like this. I'm the one over here. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Oh, the last of the tree Indians is the name of this episode. <laughs> the last of the tree Indians. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the title is his bark don't bite. His bark you might just have to bite. take his picture and make it look like Lord uh, of the Flies. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I want to do the hand thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. do it right yeah. in there, dude. So awesome. Any other questions? I'm good. <laughs> I think 90 minutes is good as can hot. Apparently, uh, yeah, he's uh, he's cutting it short, man. Watch this after you edit. It's like only four minutes. Well, I mean, there was a half hour story pregame in the fucking. Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, yeah. Lawrence Buck Cook. Well, dude, it's thank you for having me, man. It's always a pleasure, and uh, we love having our honorary outlaw brother uh, uh, coming in once a year. <laughs> When he's not in school. Honestly, maybe it makes us feel a certain kind of way. But he's you not know, learning song. Uh, hopefully next time we have you back, it'll yeah, be man. in our brand new studio. Yeah. Cool. And things are going to be fucking... Going into the fucking stratosphere, motherfucker. So thank you so much for tuning in. Yeah, we are the motherfucking Aboriginal Outlaws. I'm Wilbur Sunday. Johnny B. I'm Joshua. Sign it off, Bucky. Right here, the Aboriginal Outlaws uh, iPod cast. <laughs> thing will be in the stratosphere Easy in about grandpa. six months with the with the stuff and the uh so when i was about nine that's the 1970s at work <laughs> i don't know if he's hey, 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 just hey, doesn't hey, hey. know hey actually oh, you forgot the bike story huh oh dude yeah the bike story oh, well i say that for next time oh, yeah bike story my, now dude my childhood is tragic there's a lot to work with there but i loved it okay very quickly when i was about okay i was about seven and I, it was my birthday, and I got my parents got me a very very cool kick ass bike. It, it didn't have the banana seat, but it was mm-hmm. it was a decked out. Did it was streamers? Huh? No, 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 no. That was the year Thanks after. Thanks a lot. You just gave him another yeah. minute, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't have that, but it was it was it was like a BMX bike before BMX bikes actually mm-hmm. got into town. Before it was a thing, it was like that type of bike, and um, very cool. And I remember like the I got it. I loved it. It was an amazing, coolest bike in town, man. Mm-hmm. Very kick ass. Right across the street from us was a bike shop. I remember I got the. The, it had a hole in it and I just to go to the bike shop guy's like yeah okay eight bucks we'll, we'll fix it or I think it was five bucks or whatever so he would fix it and I remember some older kids came up to me going hey is that your white bike over at Joe's bike shop I said yeah you want to sell that I'm like nope come on man I'll give you ten bucks for it no way dude no no way man fine I'll give you twenty bucks for it nope nope had my bike pedaling all around I take my bike to school Okay, take my bike to school. Came home every day. Again, I was a walker, but now I didn't get beat up as much because I had my bike and I was faster to get by these guys. Now, every Wednesday at school, we had church school. So, like, I'd go mm-hmm. through my regular classes, then in, in like early afternoon, we'd walk down to the church, go to church school. And the thing was, I lived right across the street. I lived right across the street from the church on that block. And I'd go and I'd just leave church school because it was time to mm-hmm. get out of school and I'd go home. So, this one day, I ride my bike, we got church school. All the church school kids get out. We have the ladies that walk us down to the church. I go to get my bike. She's like, Bucky Cook, where are you going? I'm going to go get my bike. And I remember I remember the woman's name, uh, a kid I went to school with. His name was Chris Miles. It was his mom. Sweet lady. She just made a bad choice this day. 
and probably when she made Chris. Anyway, so um, uh, so anyways, uh, I get my bike. I'm going. I'm getting my bike. She said, "No, no, you leave that here. You can get it after church school." I said, "No." I said, "It's gonna get stolen." She's like, "No, no, it won't get stolen. Get in line with everybody else." I said, "I can walk my bike in line. I'll be right here. Let me walk my bike at least." No, it's gonna get stolen, Mrs. Miles. I'm telling you right now, it's not gonna get stolen. No, we're gonna go see Jesus at church school. <laughs> I'm like, I live right across the street. I leave, you let me leave church every day. Every day you let me leave church because I live right there. Now I can't take my bike. No, it'll be here when you get back. <sighs> so I go to church school um, and uh, the bike is all I'm thinking about. And then Jesus died for our sins. <laughs> okay, yeah, what happened? What happened Easter? Uh-huh, yeah, 12 apostles, nobody had a job. Okay, great, let's get on with it. And um, so we get out of class, we get out of church school. I'm hoofing as fast as I can back to the school. Mm-hmm. It's gone. Fucking bike is gone. I am livid pissed at it. And I was like, ugh. Went back home and raged. Somebody stole my bike, Miss Miles. And my mom, was, she was pissed. My dad was pissed. And, you know, called the police, of course, all this stuff. And finally, like maybe a week and a half later, somebody found it on the railroad tracks. But it was all stripped. No seats, no handlebars, no nothing. It was all down. And it just, it, that was the bike they actually threw into the river when they were beating on me to throw my bike in the river. But I always got out. When you're a kid, your bike is like, that's your iron horse. Yeah. There's actually a kinship with your bike as a kid. And so they did. They stripped right down everything. And, you know, a few people felt bad. But I never, I, I don't think I ever talked to Miss Miles again after that. And I think I had her for like another, well, it would have been two years, but three, because I failed for crazy. <laughs> but the point I'm making is, uh, that's what you get for listening to yeah. teachers. Like, Fuck you, bitch. You got your bike. Yeah. That's why. Actually, you're in school. You see what happens when you choose God over a bike? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You choose Fuck God Jesus. over, you choose yeah. God over a anything, Huffy. Man. You choose Jesus over a Huffy. You're going to lose every time. <laughs> Jesus ain't out there delivering those papers. And on that note, we are the motherfucking Aboriginal Outlaws. <laughs> I'm Will Bear Sunday. Sonny B. I'm Joshua. Uh, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> Bucky Cook. Do yeah. the growl one more time. The brown? The growl. Oh, wow. Thank you, guys. Oh, so we're going to have a GoFundMe for a new bike. Hold on. Let's all, let's all, let's all do it together. Here, bike. Where is it? It's on the Let's all track. do it together. Ready, it's on ready? the tracks over here. Ready? Three, two, one. Oh. That just sounds like we're gargling yeah. in some gay porn. <laughs>